Welcome to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. At Village, we seek to be shaped by the life of Christ, to practice authentic friendship, and serve the world. You're invited to join us at either our Mission Campus or our Antioch Campus. For now, we hope you hear a word for your own life in this sermon. So just a moment of personal privilege. The reading that Pastor Zach just gave for us from Matthew, it starts out, wise men from the east. And given that the location of Bethlehem and Jerusalem, the east has to be Asia, so these are Asians, so I find it redundant that they're wise men from the east. I'm just saying... So when Matthew's gospel continues, this is the story of how Jesus was born, according to Matthew. Now, the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins." All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel which means God with us. Friends, the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand. For how long? No, really, seriously, for how long? Are you serious? Are you sure? For how long? So it's the year 2023, and we're reading words from nearly 2,000 years ago. Yes, the word of our God shall stand forever and forever. Thanks be to God. Right, so my friend Betty at the time was 76 years old. Betty was married to Charlie Kowser, who for over 30 years served as professor of New Testament at Columbia Theological Seminary. So when I joined the faculty, Charlie was still teaching New Testament. It was an honor and a privilege to be with him on the faculty, a brilliant scholar. His specialty was the letters of the Apostle Paul. I would go sit in on his classes as a professor just to learn from him. His retirement came, and it was a great celebration, and then we were heartbroken to learn two years later that he had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And that was a hard journey. Some of you know that firsthand. It is a horrible, horrible disease because it robs memory and it robs what is present as well. 
We walked with Charlie and Betty. He died. It was this time of the year. It was December. And Betty, at 76, she had a task on this particular day. It was early December, and Teddy, seven years old, grandson, it was Grandparents' Day at his elementary school. He asked Betty if she would come, and she said, absolutely, Teddy. She woke up that morning, and she made cupcakes, which is his favorite. And as she was making cupcakes, her daughter called Teddy's mom and said, Mom, did you check out the Weather Channel? And she said, no. Betty lived in Decatur, where I lived. Charlie died there. Uh, Teddy was going to school, lived in Alpharetta, which is on the northwestern side of the perimeter. The perimeter is the beltway of Atlanta. It was a good ways away, and in good traffic, it would take, oh, about 40 minutes. In bad traffic, it could take hours. Betty's daughter, Teddy's mom, noticed, Weather Channel, that there was a storm system coming to Atlanta and would hit within a matter of hours, just the time that Betty should be on the road to get to Alpharetta, to Teddy's school. Her daughter said to Betty, you know, Mom, it really is okay. I want you to be safe. Teddy wants you to be safe. I'll tell him you probably can't come. It's all right. There'll be other days. And Betty said, well, honey, I still want to try. And she said, okay, well, try, but don't risk yourself. It's okay. So I got to tell you, I lived in Atlanta for 15 years, and I've been here, this is my eighth year, and when I hear folks around here complain about traffic, I just take a breath and think, that is just adorable. (laughs) Because you have no idea what traffic is. The mantra in Atlanta is, thank you, Jesus, for Houston. Because Houston has worse traffic than we do, and it makes us feel better. It's the only other place that has worse traffic than Atlanta. So Betty decided to get on the road. She left her house in Decatur. She got to the perimeter And just then, the skies opened up, and it started to pour. Betty said that she was gripping her steering wheel, was trying to make her way around the perimeter. She knew it was going to be bad because she already saw one accident, and she was on the verge of another. You've been in some of these driving situations when it's raining like this. Um, There were cars that would go by, semi-tractors that would go by and push so much water onto her windshield she really couldn't see, and her wipers were going as fast as they could. At one point, Betty said, she said to herself, Oh, Betty, what are you doing? This is the worst possible decision. It took her over an hour and a half to get to the parking lot for Teddy's elementary school. She got there just in time for the start of the party, Grandparents' Day. It was pouring rain, and she tried to manage an umbrella and the cupcakes. It didn't do that very well. Ended up being soaked She got to the front entrance of the school, got checked in by the security guard, and he pointed the way to Teddy's classroom. And she told me later, Roger, I must have looked a sight because I was just soaked and dripping, and I had my Tupperware with the cupcakes. Thank goodness they were dry, but I must have looked a sight. She was tired and exhausted and cold and wet. And then she opened the door to Teddy's classroom stepped in, and there were other grandparents already gathered there. 
And she looked across the classroom, and there was Teddy. He looked up, and he saw his Nana. And he jumped up from his desk, and he ran across the classroom, and he wrapped his seven-year-old arms around his grandmother. And he said, I knew it! I knew it! I knew, Nana, you were going to come. Mom said you might not, but I knew you were going to come. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And she, he put his arms around his Nana, and he burst into tears. And Betty put down the Tupperware of cupcakes, and she got down on her 76-year-old knees, and she looked straight at her grandson, Teddy, And she said, Teddy, this is really important. I want you to know this. Nothing could keep me away from you. Nothing could keep me away from you. There is no place else on the face of the earth I would rather be than right here, right now with you. I love you so much. And Teddy is sobbing in his Nana's arms, and he says, Oh, Nana, I know. I love you, too. I miss Grandpa so much. And Betty said, I know, baby, I do, too. But nothing could keep me away from you. There's no place else on the face of the earth I'd rather be than right here with you. So the virgin's going to to conceive, and she will bear a child. And his name will be Jesus, because he saves people from their sins. His name will also be Emmanuel, which means God with us. That's what this night is all about. That's what makes this night holy. That's what makes this a miracle moment in all of creation because God could not stay away from us. God chooses the maker of the universe. Do you understand this? The maker of the universe, of all of creation, of galaxies that we do not even know exist yet. That maker of the universe could not stay away from you. The maker of the universe gets out on God's knees and looks into your eyes and says, there is nothing, there is nothing that could keep me away from you. That's how much I love you. Life couldn't keep me away from you. Death couldn't. Angels or rulers or things present or things to come or powers or height nor depth nor anything in all creation. Don't you understand? Don't you see You are so beloved by the God of the universe that God gets down on God's knees and looks you straight in the eye and says, there is nothing that could keep me away from you. So on this night, that's why we celebrate. Because the God of the universe could do nothing else but be present with us. His name, it's Emmanuel, God with us. Oh, I need you to believe that. And if you can't, trust me, there are others of us who will believe it for you. So as you're able, I invite you to stand and let's sing Emmanuel. 
Thank you for listening to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. Learn more about us at villagepres.org. And we invite you to join us again next week.